Sam. Sam. Standing by. Complete. Greetings, heroes of the internet. I'm Travis. And I'm Nathan. And we are the Henshin Men, a podcast that celebrates Japanese superheroes and their high-flying and high-kicking adventures. In this installment, we will be discussing Kamen Rider episodes 16 and 17. The Devil Wrestler Pyrosaurus, Akama no Resura Pyrosaurus. Shakar has discovered a living specimen of a prehistoric creature which can give off an extremely toxic mist. It's so toxic, it kills even a cyborg when exposed to it. However, Shakar targets a wrestler who may be the only human strong enough to survive the poison. All right, Travis. So I got to start this off by asking, what did you think of this episode? <laughs> well, I wanted to start off by saying, Nathan, can you smell what Shocker is cooking? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you saw my joke. Anyway, uh, those of you who are playing the home game for Henshin Men, since... The This two-parter that we're covering is all about professional wrestling. I now have on my soundboard a wrestling bell so for every time that we make a pro wrestling reference so that you can keep track at home. <laughs> but you saw right through me. Dang it. I have been sitting on that joke all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this episode involves a lot of wrestling and uh yeah this is this is a this was a fun couple of episodes that we watched this week <laughs> oh yes oh yes it's interesting for or, or or a lot or, of you know, or as randy savage would say oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean uh, <laughs> Oh, the uh, the poor wrestler character we had in this had, had quite the twist of fate. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and Comrade had to give him an attitude adjustment. <laughs> I got uh, more where those came from. <laughs> I, I know, I know you've got more. I know you've got more. But we're gonna we're gonna move on. Uh, uh, you know, if, if you give too many of them, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> can't fire me <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah th this uh, i want to talk about how this episode opens because the opening to this episode even though we'll get into the wrestling stuff in a minute but the opening of this is a bus full of people who get hijacked and taken to be experimented on by shocker which is a really crazy where I'm glad we're back to shocker being outright evil and experimenting on people, but also <laughs> it's, 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 there's a line here that we have to talk about. <laughs> Do you want to talk about it now or say, 
the awards. No, we ha- I want to talk about it now because I have. I, I'm going to. I'm going to go with a different one on my awards. But but so one of the bus the riders uh, says, "Hey, you know my uh, uh, my stop is right up here," and then they don't stop. And the bus driver keeps going and he's like, wait, what's, what's happening? What's going on? And then the bus rider says, your destination is hell. (laughs) (laughs) No, you got to do it. Like, uh, like how it was subtitled is your destination is hell. (laughs) There's that pause. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) At this point, at this point, the guys working on this show, they're just embracing the absurdity. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that was crazy. Then we get the reveal that the bus driver is Pyrosaurus, who is the, the new shocker general. He releases a poisonous gas that kills everyone in the bus, including, unfortunately, himself. himself. <laughs> It's just the most ridiculous thing. (laughs) For a second, you thought speed was about to start. And yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. So, so Shocker is now stuck having to find someone strong enough who can withstand the poison that Purosaurus is putting out because the, the dinosaur that they have that they have taken DNA from to create this shocker uh, general. I mean, you mean that poor little rubber lizard? <laughs> yeah, that poor rubber lizard. Although they were feeding it. So, I mean, you know. <laughs> they were also pinning it down and extracting things from it. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> the the info says they... Staple of shockers, animal cruelty. <laughs> right. Well, a We've staple stacked- of the show. <laughs> it's not even just shocker. <laughs> this is also true. Uh, the the info on the episode, or like the narrator says, they fused dinosaur DNA, the dinosaur Pyrosaurus, with human DNA to create a cyborg. <laughs> I, I don't think that's how cyborgs work. No, I. Someone please explain to me why I'm guessing it's Shaw Factory who made these subtitles. Why they thought cyborg was the appropriate translation for kaijin? Because the more they do it, the wackier it starts to sound. Right. Yeah. Because because the in Japanese they are calling them kaijin, not cyborg. Kaijin. In Japanese, there's yep. a word for cyborg, and it's not kaijin there's a totally different mm-hmm. and we've talked about this on a previous episode of of like the the fact that they keep referring to them as cyborgs is weird because kaijin is not the word for cyborg and these don't seem like cyborgs they seem more like mutants so i yeah I, yeah this it's it's just it's yeah the the further we get into the series the weirder it, it seems because yeah this is there's nothing to do with a cyborg here yeah it's just, i what do you do at this point i think they're just sticking with it probably because they call common rider a kaijin and he is a cyborg so maybe and maybe. then they muck around with it in episode 13 when they call when they just say oh we rebuilt them by finding the parts i'm like oh my gosh guys yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's such a weird i i, I you're like just they're so ill-defined 
within this show of what they are. And I, I am glad that they do fix that in future Common Rider series that they do kind of like actually have an explanation of what the what the monsters are. But in in this first series, yeah. within the series, they're ill defined, and also the the translations are not the best. So it just makes it even more confusing. Yeah. Do we really want to start a thing? now on this podcast about what is a kaijin because you did that for a while i was a running gag for a while on kaiju weekly so we're really going to start this what is a kaijin eventually tiny clifford is going to be a kaijin just like you say he's a kaiju on kaiju weekly but it's only when he's normal size or maybe slightly larger clifford not giant clifford right no okay so if clifford bites someone and they become a man clifford or a Clifford man, <laughs> then that is a Kaijin. A Ware Clifford. <laughs> a Ware Clifford. A Ware Clifford. Oh, man. <laughs> for for context, uh, listeners, if you haven't checked out Kaiju Weekly, uh, go listen to, uh, just pick an episode and listen to it. We're, we're usually talking about Clifford on at least, at least once a month, we're talking about Clifford. <laughs> and other things but <laughs> yeah so i really liked uh the shocker layer in this episode because uh you you get kind of this like retro 50s 60s I, even though this is in the 70s kind of sci-fi laboratory with like the gigantic computer with the flashing lights and screens and everything it just it reminds me of like uh you know, like old school sci-fi movies or or even like uh, the original Star Trek series. Oh, yeah, for sure. That was the style at the time. It's also got a little bit of a James Bond feel yeah. to it. Yeah, it does. Yes. Do we uh, want to talk about one of the new characters that we get introduced to? And in I believe it was in that scene in the in the base, right? Hurricane yes. Joe, which sounds like a pro wrestler name. <laughs> Hurricane so, Joe. I've because I've I've watched ahead. He hasn't come back yet, and I'm wondering why he hasn't come back yet. Because I'm like, you know, as a, as villains go, you're you're kind of interesting. He's unfortunately, I have to would I would have to argue that he needs to fail his yearly evaluations on his job because he clearly sucks at his job because he's the guy who trains all the shocker goons. How is he still employed? <laughs> yeah. Not only that, yeah. he's Say all the shocker goons are cyborgs, but he says he's not, but he trains them. Yeah. So the one so, guy you would think shocker would want to have enhanced and he's not enhanced. So I like Hurricane Joe a lot. I think that the, actually both of the, the new shocker kind of characters that we get, the human shocker characters that we get are really cool. Uh, Hurricane Joe is, yes, he's definitely fits into the kind of like, pro wrestler style of this whole uh this oh, yeah. two-part episode but i also kind of think it is interesting that the one guy who trains all of the all of the cyborgs or monsters uh is is a human and it just shows how strong he is that he's strong enough to train all of them but not be enhanced himself now that in theory that's really cool uh, like you said, in the context of the show, 
all of those guys have been defeated. So how good at his job is he? <laughs> I mean, he goes toe to toe with Common Rider a couple of times, Kara too. So you know, he can hold his own without enhancements. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's just funny that, you know, yeah. that if you think about it, more, you know, for more than a few seconds, you're like, wait a minute, doesn't he actually suck at his job? <laughs> right. <laughs> but I've been watching, I've been watching this show in such close proximity that I'm just, that I, you know, I'm seeing all the tropes and everything. I'm just like, your goons keep losing, man. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it is interesting that he doesn't come back. Like he, he doesn't, this is the only time he appears in the show. Uh, and, oh, it's only and- this two quarter. I'm sad. Yeah, I know. And I'm I'm sad too cuz it's like, yeah, he was great. I would love to see him come back. He had cuz the problem with a lot of the the shocker goons is when they're when they're in when they're the kaijin, it's hard to get a personality from them because they're wearing their masks and the costumes. And when they're human, they tend to be very awful like just not great or or bland or or kind of dumb whereas this guy he had a personality i liked his personality and i liked his his uh way of doing things he had a sense of humor to him and everything and so i just yeah i i I wanted him to come back and be a bigger part of the show and nope yeah and the uh his uh the lady i can't remember her name but uh, you know the lady who was in this i don't does she come back either I don't think she hasn't come back in the episodes I've watched after this. Nope. Uh, she does not come back. Uh, in fact, actually, I think she yeah. dies at the end of this, ep- uh, at the end of this two-parter. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's Spoiler. right. Cause she got gassed. Yeah. That's unfortunate because I, th- I couldn't remember her name. All I wrote down was, for that was shockers. Hinge people got prettier. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we've had some <laughs> decent ones before, but yeah. Uh, I want to know what the heck happened to the fishnet squad. The fishnet squad was creepy. Bring back the fishnet squad. Hashtag bring back the fishnet squad. I'm going to start that right now. I think the fishnet squad was kind of like, uh, I think they were more connected to the spider, uh, the Spider-Man. Oh, they came and- back a couple of times after that. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because they did come back. With- well, I don't know what happened to the fishnet squad. But you, but like we've talked <laughs> about, they, they've kind of gone away from their kind of creepy eerie more horror elements of the show and it's now embracing more of the uh sillier kind of um superhero yeah, yeah although gassing an entire bus is kind of horrifying <laughs> yeah yeah there's st- I, there's still a little bit of it but i think a big part of it comes through uh or you know evidence of them pulling away from the more horror elements can be seen in Hayato himself, common writer too. He is way more jovial, way more uh, fun and, you know, taking part in the fun and, and enjoying himself and, and way more often than Takeshi ever did. Oh yeah. Takeshi was always burdened by everything. (laughs) Although while we're on the subject, we do find out in this that, Apparently, shocker, when they enhance people, I'm surprised this didn't get brought up before, but they said that they can purge memories. Mm-hmm. That is terrifying, but more in a psychological sense. The fact that these guys could grab you and not only do crazy things to your body, but then basically wipe your identity so they can make you into whatever they want you to be. 
That's mm-hmm. horrifying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's what they did in the show to the wrestler who I can't remember what his name was, but he was the older brother of our common Kenny. <laughs> yeah. Substantially older. Okay. What is, is this a, this must be a thing like some sort of Japanese trope because I've seen it too much where we have, this we have a character who has a substantially and i mean substantially younger sibling most most of the time a brother it is kind of ridiculous how often i see this i've seen it in godzilla movies i've seen it in tokusatsu shows i've seen it in anime <laughs> it's it's a thing but the thing that makes this different you know we haven't quite gotten to as much of the pro wrestling stuff yet but what makes this interesting is that we have Oh, I just realized, you know, what you're going to do, brother. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he should have said. What you're going to do. But anyway, the, this is a little bit unique. Now, we've had a few Kaijin in previous episodes that we get a little bit of a story to them. But as soon as they become the Kaijin of the week, then any humanity or whatnot just gets thrown out the window. And this one, they go out of their way to give the wrestler a story and make you connect with them emotionally because he has a younger brother and all of that sort of stuff. So I will confess it got to a point where I was thinking to myself, I don't want him to die. I don't want KR2 to kill him. How are we going to handle this? (laughs) Yeah, I did bring up those feelings of like, yeah, every other shocker monster has basically been blown up or dissolved or something. So what's going to happen to this guy and his and his brother is so uh, persistent, I guess is the best way to put it in trying to find out what happened to his brother and prove that his brother is uh something's happened to him so yeah uh i do want to talk a little bit about purasaurus the new shocker general monster thing that we get what do you think of his design and his overall aesthetics (laughs) he's wild man he's wild (laughs) he's not quite bootleg godzilla uh he's he looks a little bit he looks less like a Gorn and more, almost more skeletal in a way, but I don't think that was necessarily on purpose. Yeah. A little skeletal. Yeah. He, he, he looks, he's a little skeletal. He's also kind of more velociraptor, like lizardy. Uh, and mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's, uh, I like the design. I think he's cool looking. Yeah. I would agree with you. I think it's one of the best looking Kaijin that we've had so far. Yeah. Uh, now I will say the the scene where where the wrestler gets turned into Pyrrhosaurus is a little weird. Um, we've had these kind of surgery, you know, shocker surgery scenes before, but this one, all they do is just kind of lower this gigantic bowl down onto him, and then all of a sudden, flash in jump cut, and he's he's transformed. <laughs> <laughs> basically it's like an easy bake oven you know just like <laughs> right bake kaijin you know, just <laughs> yeah or what was it the there was something like that that they made for boys but it was supposed to be that you would fill molds cr- that look like bugs with yeah bugs. creepy crawlers 
creepy crawlers. That's for the creepy crawlers. I remember that. Uh, yeah. Uh, but one of the powers, besides the gas that we've already talked about, one of the other powers that this Pyrosaurus has is he is basically an Ultraman. And he has the power <laughs> of Ultra Punch. Oh yeah, ultra punch and ultra kick, which we also had. I actually had it written down in my notes as rider, a drop kick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that, that's that's the next episode. Yeah, but it uh, it loses to the ultra kick. Oh yeah, yeah. The the rider kick, rider kick actually doesn't. Yeah, loses to the ultra kick and the ultra punch, and it's uh, it's crazy. But it's just like it's so funny that you're you know your biggest competitor, I guess for Toei and Kamen Rider uh, at the time is going to be Ultraman and your villain has an ultra punch. Uh, (laughs) uh, Was this on purpose? (laughs) On top of that, that he has a dual identity, even as a Kaijin, because they also make him into a new wrestler, a masked wrestler named satan mask (laughs) yeah yeah they uh they're not hiding they're not hiding their evil intent really well (laughs) satan mask and they actually said that in english i I thought it would have been really funny if i actually heard this in japanese it probably would have been something like you know akama kamen or something like that (laughs) (laughs) no it was it was satan mask and uh yeah he's supposed to be an american uh wrestler who has basically uh, how long has he it been since he was transformed when did he become like world champion in between him getting transformed into a uh, shocker goon to now he's satan mask is suddenly the the world champion yeah which we'll talk a little bit more about that but but if you just watch this episode which ends on a two-part or which ends on a cliffhanger and i thought what two-parter i wasn't expecting a two-parter and yeah, yeah. Well, well, no, no, I, I, before we move on to the next one, I do, I, I, there's a couple of little points. One common writer actually shows that he knows how to use a boomerang because yes, of course the shocker boomerang squad is back and they're using their boomerangs just to swat at him. And he grabs one from their hands and actually throws it. It's like somebody finally throws a boomerang. <laughs> They forgot how to do it in just a couple of episodes. Right. And speaking of throwing, um, uh, when the kid, the little <laughs> brother, uh, common Kenny runs up to his, his older brother wearing the mask and he just picks his brother up, the, the little brother up and just throws him and tosses him out of the way. Um, uh, my note for that was that child's a dummy. Yeah, uh, that's going to come back later on in our awards section because I have some more to say about that. But I just had to had to put it up there. Um, also, uh, they are testing the new Pyrosaurus's powers and his strength. And they do that by getting a bunch of Shocker Goons to just fire a bazooka at him. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he's just sitting there saying you can't do anything to these 97 inch pythons <laughs> oh man well with that bell 
it's time for the, for us to move on to round two. <laughs> Deathmatch in the ring. Defeat Pyrosaurus. Ringu Nushito Tausei Pyrosaurus. Hayato and Pyrosaurus, disguised as the masked wrestler Satan Mask, duel in the ring! This Sunday, Pyrosaurus, we are going to meet in the ring, and I am going to take that championship belt from you at my main event, Rider Mania, on pay-per-view. Because <laughs> I am the ultimate warrior. <laughs> you know what, uh, what, what, uh, common writer is saying to or, or what a uh, pyrosaurus is saying to common writer you can't see me <laughs> <laughs> to which he says can you smell what the writer is cooking <laughs> okay because kr says so <laughs> okay we need to spread these out <laughs> <laughs> this Episode begins with probably one of my favorite lines from this whole show. Just like the very first line of dialogue, not not the narration, but the actual very first line of dialogue is Common Rider saying, Try me! <laughs> Which is so great. <laughs> so great. <laughs> I see the note and... Uh... Yeah, <laughs> I had another word that I put after "try me" uh, because it's a reference to a meme. <laughs> Rider three sixteen says, "I'll kick your." <laughs> um, this episode we actually get two common kinnies the other common kinny that we get, who is uh, the little brother of one of the one of the girls one of uh tobey's angels oh, and i can't girls. remember yeah i can't remember which one it is that he's uh he's the little brother of but his name's goro i actually like these kids uh one well i mean I the one I we had i like these. yeah I, I i do really like them uh one of them we had in the previous episode uh who's the younger brother of the wrestler but i actually really like goro uh, the the younger brother of whoever Mari or Yori or whichever one of the writer girls that he's the younger brother of, he's actually smart. He's actually mm -hmm. really smart and actually like puts thought into stuff and like actually has like when they when they start getting in themselves into trouble, he actually outthinks and like has to come up with you know ways of getting out of trouble that's not. That's not just like uh, the way that you would get in a camera movie where it's just like convenience, plot convenience, or, or they, yeah. they don't dumb down yeah. the, the adults so much that the, the kids seem smart by comparison. No, he actually is brought up to almost an adult level of intelligence, and I like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they're being very clever, and <laughs> so they're like, we have to find my brother. He must be staying over there, you know, the SmackDown Hotel, and uh, we're going to find him and we're going to save him and all of that. And that at first I actually thought really shocker. You can do 
all of these amazing things to your kaijin, but you can't cure snoring? And it turned out he wasn't the real Satan mask. It was actually nope. Hurricane Joe in disguise. Yeah, Hurricane Joe was the one that was snoring so bad. And, and that's one of the things I like about the kids, because the kids can actually figure out that there's two Satan masks because they're trying to throw Common Rider off the scent of which one's the real Satan mask so that they so that uh, Shocker gets their chance to you know achieve their goal. And the kids are the ones that figure it out. And I, I like that. I think that, yeah, I, I think they're really smart and really well done. More tokusatsu shows and movies need to take lesson from these kids because these kids are yes. are yeah <laughs> when you're someone who on his main show has been may be offended by this if you want but kind of but slogging through show a gamera yeah <laughs> yeah it gets a little it gets a little much after a while <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, it does. Uh, um, we didn't talk about in the last episode, but in this one, we get more go-go dancing. <laughs> because that's what these girls love doing. That's uh, which we'll talk a little bit more about it about them related to that in the awards. But okay, and because in this one, they decide let's test the new poison mist by sending Parasaurus to the disco. And Mari and Yuri, two of Tobey's angels, uh, the writer girls, were there, but they go off into the phone booth to make a phone call while Pyrosaurus attacks and gasses the rest of everybody. Now, I that's kind of, you know, that, that bringing back a little bit of that horror element. Oh, the monster comes in and attacks all these people yeah. and there's nowhere to run. Yeah, that's great. Mari and Yuri are the biggest idiots there are i was gonna say it's a question for you travis do mari and yuri get saved by sheer luck or sheer ditziness because the reason the only reason they survive is because they decided to go into it's not a phone booth but it's a, a phone room i guess you could say nobody has stuff like this anymore but they go over there because I forget who they're even calling, but they were being typical ditzy girls. And they're like, let's call somebody on the phone and talk to them. And then it's apparently airtight enough that none of the poison mist got in there. And then they come out and they're like, oh, wow, everyone was partying so hard that you know they passed out. I'm like, really? <laughs> we're going to go there? Oh, that my gosh. So they're all dead. <laughs> Oh, it was the stupidest thing. They were just like, okay, they just see. Okay. You need, do you need Pyrosaurus to literally stand there and say, rest in peace? Seriously. <sighs> they were just so dumb. This You come out of that room and everybody is passed out on the floor or, or well, dead on the floor. And you're just like, your thought is, oh, they must have fallen asleep. Well, I guess we'll just hang around here for a little bit longer until they wake up. And then they realize that everyone's dead after realizing that the bartender is the one who's, uh, who when he's out and, and dead, that's when they realize everyone's yeah. dead. Yeah. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the Okay. Uh <laughs> Now that's not a wrestler reference. 
<laughs> you know, close. I'm not. That's why my head fell. But I think it was actually used by the WWE at one point as for as a theme for a pay per view. But I won't hit the button because it's not close enough. <laughs> Although we do have the Undertaker. <laughs> the Undertaker was a biker for a while. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now I do want to talk a little bit here before we move on uh, to other things, but I want to just take a moment to talk about Shocker's plan. So Shocker's plan is to, they, they have this world famous wrestler now, Satan Mask, and they're going to have a competition, you know, or a wrestling match, and they're going to invite oh, everyone he's, to. He's ascending the ranks of the wrestling organization, and now right. he's going for the championship. Right, he's going for the championship, and now they're going to have this wrestling match, and all of these, you know, big politicians and and businessmen and bank managers and everybody is going to come to the wrestling match to see it happen. And while they're there, he's going to release the gas and kill everybody, and it's going to throw the whole country into chaos. That isn't a bad plan. I, I mean, yeah, it's kind of, it's a little goofy. It's a little goofy. It feels almost like a Silver Age comic books type type story, but I still kind of like it. Oh, I like it too, but it's, it's one of those things where it's just like, okay, we're going to exploit the popularity of professional wrestling, and it is so popular, and Satan Mask is so popular, that actual government officials are taking time out of their busy schedules to come to, I guess, their equivalent to WrestleMania to, <laughs> to see Satan mass. So they say, well, we're just going to cast the whole place and kill everybody. So, yeah, uh, it makes me wonder if it's a little bit of a commentary on, you know, on media at that point, you know, because of how especially television, because I was looking into it and professional wrestling in Japan became incredibly popular thanks to television in the 70s. Didn't happen in the United States until the 80s, but in the 70s, it was huge in Japan because of TV. Yeah, maybe maybe it was a little bit of a commentary on that. Yeah, because now that's basically what Shocker's doing. They're exploiting the popularity of a piece of media for their evil plan. Right. And then, so then we get... Common uh, Rider and Taki, sh- uh, well, Common Rider goes after who he thinks is Satan Mask, and then Taki comes. Can we agree that Taki is basically Common Rider's sidekick at this point? <laughs> he is. He is. I mean, I love Taki. I love Taki. Taki is great. Uh, so then they they get to this like shipping yard or construction site or something, and they realize, oh, Satan Mask is not the real Satan Mask. It's not a quarry. It's not a quarry. We don't see quarries for a while in the series moving forward. Like that, that is something I do like is that they're not doing quarries and come to find out the, the, the guy, the Satan mask that they were following is actually hurricane Joe and common Rider and Taki fight him for a little bit until common Rider has to run off to try to stop the gas from being released inside the wrestling uh, auditorium or whatever you want to call it. And then we get to the most glorious part of this entire two part. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It is so good because for no reason than the sheer cool factor, Kamen Rider decides to do a wrestler entrance (laughs) and he comes in wearing a cape Mm -hmm. and he's got his arms crossed. 
he's looking all, you know, looking all tough and everything. And then he throws off the cape and runs down there and starts and picks a fight with Pyro, uh, with Satan mask. <laughs> and, it was, and it was, it was wonderful. I loved it. I, I, I want to excise that clip and then just, play play that scene and then just loop in different wrestlers you know kind of like that you uh, not youtube but that facebook page where that one guy just keeps taking the running scene of m11 from godzilla versus king Ghidorah and just keeps putting it to different music i right. do that for that shot use different wrestler themes <laughs> i am a real american <laughs> yeah, okay. it's john <laughs> we've talked before how common writer always makes a great entrance we love a good uh, uh when he makes a good entrance and this was just such a wonderful glorious entrance like he he stopped to get a cape before going to save all of these people's lives because he didn't have a cape and he never has a cape any other time he had to go and pick it up <laughs> he just stopped it like he is doing this just for the cool factor okay I, that i think has to be one of the things that makes hayato different than takeshi takeshi would have just ran it i think just would have ran in there and punched Pyrosaurus in the face. No, uh, Hayato is, decides I'm going to show off a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, now before before he gets there, we we did skip over him having to rush down to where the wrestling match is happening, and he can't get through because there's like traffic and there's things blocking his way, and so he's like, "What's the fastest way to get there?" Oh, I'll just leap from the top of building to building. So he takes the cyclone, the 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 motorcycle, and drives up the side of a building, which makes me think of Batman sixty six. <laughs> yes, and then apparently cyclone can jump like a grasshopper because he goes he jumps from building to building. And it's miniatures. We get to see some miniatures. Not the it's, best miniatures I've ever seen, but miniatures. Not, not very good miniatures. <laughs> yeah, but I, I like the effort. I like the fact that they did that because it's a cool idea, you know. The, the right. grass-hopping motorcycle. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and actually, yeah. it just dawned on me, that's why he has the rider jump, because he's a grasshopper. He just, I just now figured that out. Took me You're just how many now episodes <laughs> of one I, I took, that took me what, 16 episodes to figure this out. 17? I think it's 17. It took me 17 episodes to figure this out. I am such an idiot. I, I'm just so used uh, to high to high tokusatsu superheroes that it just never occurred to me. <laughs> That's the reason he jumps. Feel free to send your hate mail telling me how stupid I am at <laughs> Kaiju Weekly at email. Okay, wait. No, <laughs> no, no, no. no. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Don't at me, bro. Don't at me. Now, talking about Common Rider and his special moves, when he gets in the ring with Purosaurus, we get a really epic wrestling style fight between the two. Like probably one of the best we've had in the series so far. Oh you remember remember how we were talking about in the last episode, how Cacto Grand, Sabato Grand, whatever you want to call him, 
cactus balls had the, had the superpower of slow-mo fighting we get none of that here <laughs> yeah which is great none of that and they go full till pro wrestling with this now obviously these episodes pretend that pro wrestling is real don't again don't at me bro <laughs> but actually there was a wrestler in tna who had a t-shirt and i guess it was a catchphrase as well that he had that said uh it was a uh, Wrestling is real. People are fake. I'm counting it, but <laughs> it's actually weirdly profound. But so this, but we get just, I love it. They're bouncing off ropes and doing moves and flips and, and grapples. And it's just, it's glorious. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like I said, one, probably one of the best fights we've had in the entire series. Like, it's just so good. There's so many actual wrestling moves being done there's a moment where common rider jumps up onto the ropes like actually balances himself on the ropes to to leap off and like body slam pyrosaurus it is just it's so great now when he did the rider kick where did he hit him do you remember mm -mm, no i was like because if it was in the chin that would be sweet chin music <laughs> tune up that man <laughs> and then common writer as there is the best there was and the best there ever will be oh man <laughs> uh and then we get the the moment where common writer breaks through all of all of purosaurus's ultra punches and ultra kicks and he lands one final rider kick. <laughs> a super rider kick, you could say. <laughs> so he can break the walls down. <laughs> and and this is this is really weird because this is the first time, and we talked about it in you know earlier in the episode, but this is the first time that one of these cyborgs or monsters or whatever you want to call them, the shocker guys, gets cured by the rider kick yeah so the rider kick has curative powers now apparently but yeah you would think that that would be happening a little more often because yeah. yeah he just i mean poor pyrosaurus he hits rock bottom and then just magically gets better uh it's just <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, and I like that Hayato says something really profound of like, you know, the, the Pyrosaurus or Satan mask, whatever had to die so that, uh, the, the wrestler, whatever his name is, uh, could can, you know, live again. And he says that to the, you know, to the younger brother and, and it's really profound for the moment, but then you stop and think like, wait a minute. So do, would that work on any of the other monsters? Why haven't they been doing this so far? Why have they only been blowing them up or or dissolving them or melting them yeah it just uh it raises a lot of questions you know again like that meme from of val kilmer from batman forever it just raises too many questions so if satan mask had to die so that he could live again does that technically make this guy a dead man walking <laughs> 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 oh man no he's he he's just he's and more thankfully 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 for kr2 this was not his last ride <laughs> okay all right now let's move on to our awards for this week before this gets too far out of hand 
Uh, why? You don't want the you know the styling, jet filing, the motorcycle riding, son of a gun to t- you know, anymore? <laughs> okay, sorry, I'm done. <laughs> Reel me in. Reel me in. Oh, I guess. <laughs> I'm having too much fun. This is some of the most fun I've had watching Common Rider. <laughs> this whole show was these two episodes. Fine, I'm I'll reel myself. I'm glad. I'm glad. And I'm glad because you are the touchstone uh, for, in this. In this, because you are the new the new guy. You know, I'm already uh, a fan of Common Rider, but you know, I want to the the you know, point of the show is to try to help introduce it to new people yeah. and new fans, and so I want you know them to realize yeah the common writer is kind of fun you can enjoy common writer and and especially if you like stuff like this already you're definitely going to enjoy common mm-hmm. writer so you are the person who can get that across the most and so i am glad that you are just fully invested in this show now <laughs> oh yeah this these two episodes brought me so much joy, which is good after those first two episodes that we had last week. That was rough. Daisy, uh, stop biting me. Don't bite me. I'm going to have a wrestling match on my own hands because I'm going to be wrestling this cat off my desk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, oh, I was trying to think of uh, nothing came to my mind, unfortunately. <laughs> as a reference that you could probably cut all this out cat you my cat no here here you go my cat is about to get the people's elbow uh to <laughs> because she is <laughs> starting to annoy me and uh i'm gonna have to wrestle her off of my desk <laughs> she a government mule <laughs> <laughs> hey the people's elbow you didn't ding when i said the people's elbow yeah yeah well, i got that one i you know what you need to uh, tell daisy then right you're fired all right now th- we repeated one now it's time to move on <laughs> that's a sign it's time to move on yes the awards so first up is the henshin kick award for the best stunt or fight scene what do you got travis Actually, I'm looking at the notes. We agree. So it's just the same thing. Let's just go with it. We've already been talking about yeah, it. Yeah, we both have the same one. It's it's the fight in the ring. Because like we said, like I said earlier, it is the best one we've had so far. It's the best fight we've had in this entire series so far. And yeah, it's great. It, like, uh, obviously, of course, you can still tell some of the punches are not landing. The kicks are not actually hitting. They're, you know, they're reacting to the punches before they actually even swing. Uh, but I mean, it's it's a wrestling match, so it it fits. It it actually fits the tone of what's happening in the show, and it's so cool. Are you saying that this fight is meta? Yeah, like it looks fake because wrestling is fake. Ooh. No, I think it looks fake because it was just really hard to do uh, realistic action scenes, but unintentionally, it has hey, become. Hey, hey, hey very meta i was gonna say don't you go buzz killing my english major brain right now i was gonna have some fun with that no fine be that way (laughs) no but what what is about the about the fight scene that you like so much oh it's just that it's so much fun to watch it's got all of these moves it's it feels like a wrestling match they're using their signature moves and they're stealing their signature moves and there's it's going back and forth and bouncing off the ropes off the top rope i mean it's just it's everything that you want uh, there's a guy who famously rates 
pro wrestling matches and I, I, on a scale of one to five, uh, they're not Godzuki. So, you know, that that's a point against him. But I'm pretty sure this guy would give this match a five. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really great, and and to realize too that while they're doing all of this, all of these wrestling moves, and while they're doing all of this, they're also wearing really thick rubber costumes, <laughs> which is making it really hard to move and to see where you're going. Yes, <laughs> indeed. Uh, people, I don't think people have enough appreciation for that. It's not easy doing all of this stunt work in these costumes. That's difficult. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So now we'll go on to Talking Toku for the best special effects. And we have similar, but uh, not quite the same entries for this. I picked the Pyrosaurus suit because it looks dang cool. It looks dang good. Other than the fact that there was one shot where you could see the zipper on the back. That was a little unfortunate, but <laughs> destroyed the illusion a little bit. But otherwise, good work. Good work there. Yeah, yeah, the suit was the suit was really good. It's it's definitely a step up from what we had, I think, in the last episode. Um, although although you liked Cactagron, I wasn't super thrilled by Cactagron, but you kind of liked Cactagron. Uh, but to me, I still think Pyrosaurus is a pretty it's a big step up from what we've had. Oh yeah, Pyrosaurus is better for sure. Uh, for me, uh, my favorite tokusatsu effect was uh, the dinosaur puppet, the actual Pyrosaurus dinosaur thing that they lizard thing that they had in a cage. It was only for in there for one moment, but it actually felt alive for a brief moment there. And uh, it even had a nice little effect where they gave it some scorpions to eat and it released its you know toxic gas to stun mm -hmm. the, the scorpions before it could eat them. So it's like, yeah, it was a really great, you don't get a lot of puppetry in this show. And to get that in here, it just was, yeah, it was a standout effect. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would agree with you there. And now for coming at you, the best line in these two episodes and I'm going to mention mine since we've already talked about yours, Travis. Well, I've got, I've got, a, I've got a runner up that, well, no, no, no. That was my runner up. My runner up was your, your destination is hell. Um, yeah, but go ahead and do yours and then we'll, we'll come back to mine. Uh, mine is, uh, I'm trying to remember when he said this, I think, was it before the big wrestling match or yeah, was it's, it it's earlier? It's as he enters the uh, as he enters the ring or right before he enters the ring. So common. Uh, so uh, KR2 looks at him, uh, looks at Satan mask. And he says, Satan mask, your challenger is coming, writers. <laughs> just so, so pro wrestling. I mean, just give him a mic and have him yell at yell at Satan mask and then throw the mic and then just, just you know, get into that slobber knocker <laughs> right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was a great line um no yeah so i we had talked about my runner-up your destination is hell uh but i think the one that actually got me because it made me laugh so hard uh was the girls the the writer girls who were depressed because of everything that had happened and they were like, let's do some go-go dancing to cheer ourselves up and then they turn on the music and they start dancing oh my gosh why and am it i just the more i watch these writer girls the more i keep thinking it's 
are they in Scooby-Doo? These seem like Scooby-Doo characters suddenly. They, just... uh, they do. They seem like Scooby-Doo type characters. They're, they're, I just, oh, oh man, they're the worst part of this era of Common Rider is these Rider girls. <sighs> On to what the, hen- uh, WTH, what the henshin, my favorite award. And there's a lot, I, I feel like the what the henshin moments are increasing exponentially now in these uh, in the show although now they tend to just be more ridiculous than artsy and ridiculous i'm never right. going to forget the david lynchian murder murder montage right <laughs> but yeah so i had the poison mist gives people foam skulls cuz that's what it does it's like yep. the it's like Godzilla over and we get more foam skulls because well, now it's funny. Apparently, they can now afford real props because these weren't paper cutouts. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We actually have real fake skeletons. <laughs> yep. This time, they, act, they went to the more expensive section of the Halloween store <laughs> and bought up those props. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's great. I mean, you know, it's. It's still a low budget show from Japan in the 70s. What do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> then uh, yours is, uh, again, one of your favorite, most talked about moments so, of this yes, episode. One of my favorite moments, because when it happened, I laughed so stinking hard. And it was when the wrestler disguised as Satan mask picks up his little brother and throws him and it's a cut to a stuffed dummy of the kid flying through the air with the voiceover of the kid going, ah, (laughs) and he's just like, like frisbeeing through the air or this, this like dummy, the stuffed doll thing. It is, it is the most ridiculous looking thing. And I just loved it and laughed so hard when it happened. And so, hence why I said, when I saw this, like that child is a dummy. I mean, it's, yeah and 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 it's not even just the fact that it's a dummy it's the fact that they also have the the voiceover of the kid but also in the context of the show like within the reality of the show the idea of just frisbeeing this little kid through the air is hilarious so all of it comes together into this just beautiful glorious moment of what (laughs) what the henshin yeah, just ignore the fact that this is this is actually his older brother attempting to murder him. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> what you gonna do, brother? <laughs> yeah, what you gonna do, brother? I'm gonna throw you through the air. Anyway. All right. It's time to close up shot before we turn into something like get back to the wrestling with Luke Jacanetti or something like that. (laughs) Well, no, before we close up the episode, we've got to do our minute to hinge. That's right. How could I forget that? I feel so terrible. I've only been doing this for what? 10 episodes at this point, about three months. You know, I have no excuse. Anyway, (laughs) 
This is the part of the episode where we take just one minute or less to sum up all of our feelings and thoughts on the episodes that we have watched uh, and just share it with you. So, Nathan, do you want to start this week? Oh, me? I get to go first this week. Hot dang. All right, here we go. Henshin. Okay, so like I said... These episodes were glorious, especially when compared to what we had the first time. Well, in last week's episode, I should say, with the first two episodes with Hayato. Unfortunately, some things are still carrying over. Still not a fan of the writer girls, although admittedly, they're at least being turned into comic relief. And I can get along with them. Well, I can get along with the idea of them being comic relief because... They're not doing much of anything else other than looking pretty, like I've been saying. But this was so much fun. It brought back memories for me growing up watching professional wrestling. And I I got to have a lot of fun talking about it, making all of these wrestling references. And I'm sure Michael, your co-host on Kaiju Weekly, when he hears this, he's going to be laughing his butt off listening to this. All right. All right. Ready? I'm ready. All right. Run us at your mark. Get ready. Go. All right. Uh, yeah, these episodes were a huge step up from last week's episodes. Uh, I said when we were watching last week's episodes that, yes, this was a transition period. We were moving into a new era of Common Rider. And so there were some growing pains and we are leaving some of the growing pains behind. We're kind of settling into it. And yeah, we're getting some really great action scenes some really great character moments and stuff yeah they're still the writer girls but what are you gonna do they're gonna stick around for a while but other than that these episodes were a lot of fun and anybody who loves wrestling would love them hot dang you're uh really good at coming in between 15 and 20 seconds under time <laughs> well we're going to close out this episode by saying thank you for listening to the Henshin Men, a tokusatsu appreciation podcast. You can find links to all of our social media in the description of this episode. You can listen to more of me on the Kaiju Weekly podcast and listen to more of Nathan on the Monster Island Film Vault. If you found some enjoyment from this podcast, consider giving us a five star rating on iTunes. And until next time, what are we going to say, Nathan? Snap it to a henshin! Ooh, yeah. Have a nice day. <laughs> you were laughing. Let me do that again. No, that's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Stop it! You're interrupting the music. <laughs>